I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everyone? It's Noah Daniels, and we're for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Kate was kind enough to come and join us again to co-host for another episode. Kate, thank you so much for hopping on again with us. Thank you for having me. This is fun. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, audience, make sure you support Kate. Go follow her on Instagram at Tarot Kate and see everything she has going on there. We're really excited to get on a couple and talk about all the poltergeist activity they have going on in their home. This is uh, honestly probably the most I have ever seen from a visual standpoint uh, online. I saw their account magical poltergeist on tiktok they also have an account on youtube as well and it's pretty wild y'all you should you should head actually pause the podcast right now and go watch all their tiktok videos and then come back and hear the interview because i've never seen anything like this george Liz, thank you so much for joining the podcast tonight we can't wait to ask you a ton of questions about your home thank you thank you thank you Ooh, my voice really petered out there at the end you guys have this house that there's clearly a ton of activity going on, and we're going to jump in and talk about that. But before we do that, we'd like to find out where our guests fall on what we call the Believo meter. I'm, I, I think I have an idea of where yours is headed, but I do want to know. So zero meaning you don't believe in ghosts and 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale? At first, before all this happened... I probably didn't believe in ghosts, but now that is that I'm experiencing it, I 100% believe in ghosts. Okay, so a strong 10 for you. And Liz, where do you fall on that scale? Yeah, I would say a strong 10. And just to let the audience know, before we started, Kate asked them, you know, like, hey, are you guys in the house? And she was just saying that she could already feel 
the presence kind of pulsating from that house into her Zoom screen. Yeah. <laughs> I can feel it for sure. So that's why I definitely had to ask. It's Well, and Kate, yeah. I wanted to uh, ask you about this as, as we kind of journey through what they've gone through. I think it'll be interesting to see because you were telling me a couple of days ago, you and I were just talking that you started to do kind of remote readings of homes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, I've been working on just like enhancing my abilities to be able to read energies um, in homes, especially when things are going on like this, like um, poltergeist activity, as well as people experience a lot like moving into a new home as well. Um, So I just want to be able to like, you know, read an energy of a home. I've been doing it here lately where I can actually pick up the energy either from a video, um, I can pick it up through like Zoom or FaceTime, but I can also pick it up just by having the person send me pictures of their home. As to why I asked them is because my I can feel it in my heart and stomach. There's just like a lot of activity. Well, it sounds like all of the stars align for tonight. So let's <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll see what we can get going. Liz, a lot of the videos I have seen on TikTok are, unfortunately, it seems like you're being tortured by these entities as you walk around the home. There's one like 60 million views or something. It's like wild. Yeah. And and I I'll let you take us through that one as we go. But before we jump into this, how how long have have you been experiencing this activity in the home? For about 7 months. Okay. Going on 8 months. Wow. So yeah. so no that's not a short period of time for sure. No. So that that video that really went viral and of course you guys have a lot of them that people have seen but that one specifically can you walk us through what you experienced in that video we have cameras in our house now we we never did before but um as like the stuff started happening we decided to put um security cameras up so we could like capture a little bit more of what was going on i'm like sleep i was asleep on the couch and um jorge was at work and i just like woke up like out of a dead sleep almost feeling like I was gonna throw up because the the smell of like rotten eggs or like a sulfur smell just it just woke me up out of out of like a dead sleep and then I stand up I called Jorge because I was like wondering like what the hell was going on excuse my language I'm sorry if oh no you can speak freely here no no okay so I called him because I was like what is going on? As soon as I like started talking to him, the lights started flickering. We have a cross on our wall that we tried to put up like as protection, like as like to ward off this stuff that's happening. Um, Obviously it hasn't helped, but um, the cross turned upside down and the lights flickered. And I just, I like ran out of here like as quick as I could. I, I was the only one here. So I just like ran out the house. And how long ago did that happen specifically? That happened, I want to say September, maybe. Okay, so that that one wasn't too long ago. Um, yeah, that... it was. Only, it was just a couple months ago. And and when you say lights flicker, I, I don't even feel like that's doing it justice. I mean, it 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 seemed like there was something inside of those lights. Like it it was so aggressive, the mm-hmm. way that those lights were going off. 
which man, watching the video, it's it's intense because it's it's like raises your anxiety watching those lights, and then it's like that cross turns upside down with vengeance, like <laughs> just yeah. sticks up at you, like to to make a point. You called Jorge, and you know you're you're having this conversation, and then that that cross turns upside down, and you run out of the home. When you exit to that home, do you immediately feel relief or are you still panicking? How do you mentally deal with what just took place? I was still panicking when I left. I I did feel better. Like I felt some relief now that I that that I wasn't in the apartment anymore. But um, I was still panicking on the inside. And like I had Jorge come home from work and everything because I didn't want to be here by myself. Yeah, I think that's fair. And Jorge, when you get that, call and all of that is going on i mean obviously you guys have been having activity up to that point so it wasn't like this was the first thing i mean how do you even help in that instance i mean it seems like such a terrifying position to be put in well there's not much i can help on but you know the best i can do is just make give her comfort you know um because to to be honest i'm also scared too you know um so and you know, her being here by herself and um, calling me every time she calls me uh, uh, and I got to rush out of work because I, I only live like, I only work like three blocks away from here. So it's, you know, I get here in like three seconds. I, I just come here and give her comfort, though, you know. That's the only thing I could basically do at the moment. I asked because the, the person that, or the individual we interviewed, Kate and I interviewed, um, in real time last night, but in podcast time last week, um, or Thursday, I guess, but they pulled a gun on an entity. So I didn't know if you were running in with weapons, trying to find who, um, <laughs> what was going on. Or... Oh, no, no. I, I have the, the cameras that I have here. I'm able to see it from, from work. Mm. Uh, I'm able to see what's going on here from work. Uh, you know, if, if somebody was to approach, um, uh, the house or anything like that would immediately call 911 and like the police station is like right down the road. So I know, no, and this is a good area. So nobody wants to like, break, nobody is like to break in here. Um, but you know, when, when like st paranormal activity starts happening, they're like scares my wife. Uh, I'll just basically leave work or I'll just have her drive to my job and just sit there and just, yeah. you know, just hang with me. And, or if not, just come here and, and try to comfort her. That makes sense. And prior to living in this home, Jorge, have, have you had paranormal experiences your whole life? Or was this the, the? because I know you said you didn't really put a ton of stock in the paranormal before this. So was this kind of your introduction to the paranormal? To be honest, I never experienced paranormal activity in my life. I have friends that had told me about, you know, ghosts and, you know, stuff that ha happens to move in their house. Um, basically all I used to say is you're lying. You know, there's no such thing as, as ghosts or, or demons or not, you know, there's no, cause I never experienced it myself. Um, but when, when it started happening to us, like I, I, the first night it happened to me, I looked at my wife and I'm like, it's one of the, like, who's walking out there, you know? And my wife was like, I don't know. And then when I started like hearing, um, the door being scratching, like, you know, banging, and stuff started moving in my room. I just looked at my wife and I said, stop effing with me. And I, uh, I, I was just uh, dead scared, you know, at first. And so that's when I started believing 
into uh, ghosts and stuff like that. But this is actually my first time experiment experiencing experience experiencing uh, ghosts. Um, but this is my first time, so I'm new to this. Whew, man, well, talking about jumping in the frying pan, you guys seem to be all <laughs> all the way there. Kate, yeah. is, I mean, I know we're just kind of into the alpha of this conversation, but just what you've heard so far, is there any advice you mm -hmm. can give them? Yeah. So I um I first wanted to ask you though, just to make sure what you know, like what in depth we're looking at. Have any of you um experienced anything physical on your body, scratches or um like felt like you're being pushed or pulled, as well as do you feel like your emotions are altered? You know, like you step into the house and you feel like dread or anger or anything like that? Yes. Yeah. I feel like it affects my emotions more than than Jorge. When it first started happening, like it's a little bit better now, but when it first started happening, I was like so depressed and I would sleep a lot and like I was just angry. It's still like I still have moments where I just get like so angry like there is time where she she cried and i asked her why are you crying and she just answered me and said i don't really know why i'm crying she was acting like she was super tired she was acting super tired um she started acting weird all of a sudden i remember one day she, she was sleeping and i was hearing mimicking and um when i looked into when i looked at her she she wasn't she wasn't she was irresponsive and when I looked at her, she had like three scratches here. One day she woke up to use the bathroom, like to take a shower. And when she woke up, she had a big bruise on, on one of her breasts. And I'm like, where is that from? And so she didn't know where it came from. Um, neither did I. Uh, another day, I happened to be sleeping, um, which I posted a video. And I woke up from a dead sleep because somebody had hit me on my back and when uh, my wife recorded it. That uh, she actually took a video. Um, I actually have like a scratch mark in my back, and so yeah. But we have been touched multiple times, and we have been pushed. And my wife been fit, like emotionally, um, like met, like how you say that, uh, emotionally like effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do want to give you just like um, you know, just like a small advice but as we go on I definitely um want to give you more because it's heavy as I'm sitting here trying to clear it for you it's heavy it's 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 taking it's not taking over but I I feel it everywhere rather than just keeping it one place um so one thing I do want to say is is what really helps is um when you're starting to feel these things or even when you're starting to feel these emotions take over is to um kind of sit there and take like a really big deep breath and just envision a white light around you as well as around your house, because this is where you're setting your boundary. Um, you do not want this energy um, affecting you in this way at all. So this white light is your boundary for them not to be able to affect you in this way. Um, so whenever you're feeling this, you know, just close your eyes, take a deep breath. Like you are in control. You are in power. This is your home. Um, so that is one thing that I always like to say is envision a white light around you and they cannot pass through it. That's yours. That's your, that's your power. That's your energy. Liz, there's a video that you guys posted where you're in the kitchen and mm -hmm. things really 
go off the rails. I, I think you may have been on the phone with Jorge while cabinets open and mm -hmm. the refrigerator door swings open, the lights start flickering. It even almost sounds like, and you can clarify for me, the smoke detector even sounds like it's going off or there's some kind of beeping going off. Yeah. You just feel like you live in a prank show at some point. I mean, it, that's so intense yeah. to go through. Yeah, it's crazy. It it really is crazy. Like I just get so irritated. Like now I'm like I get so irritated. I and I just I just run out of the house when it starts happening. Like I don't even try to really stay in here. I just I just run directly out and whatever's happening, I just let it keep happening in here. Are most of the incidences similar to what is is captured and put on where it seems like they last like about 30 seconds of pretty intense activity and then it kind of passes. Yeah, like some of it is like some of it will just be like little stuff that happens, you know, like we don't post everything that happens because it would be like okay. constantly posting. But like when the big stuff happens, yeah, I usually run out. So if stuff keeps happening, I don't really pay attention to it. I don't really want to know if it's key if it keeps on going or not because I just leave. And, you know, Kate was kind enough to offer some advice, and I'm sure she'll have more opinions as we go. You guys did try to sage the home. Can mm -hmm. you guys tell us about that? Yeah, when we sage, it always, it something always seems to happen, like, during saging or right after saging. Whatever the entity is or whatever it is doesn't like when we do that. I'll tell you that. It doesn't like it. It does not like it at all. We even tried putting mm -hmm. salt around the, like, the, like the door entrance and mm -hmm. none of that works. Have you all had anybody come to the home and investigate or try to cleanse the home for you? I have several pieces that's, that's like actually common. It used to be one that was only common, but the one, the Sorry. one, it's okay. The one ended up getting another four more pieces. He came here like three or four times. And when he tried going through the house, by the time he comes right back outside that he gets done, um, he leaves with um, blood on his on uh, um, blood on his uh, what is this? Uh, blood on his um. I think it's a nosebleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I personally yeah. think, I personally think that it is because which I told them, um, I, I personally think um, that it's just dry air, you know. But uh, consistently, you know, every time he was coming here, it was all, all the time happening. He ended up saying that, you know, he's got to get other, you know, more power into this. So um, he ended up calling a couple of his buddies and or priests um, to come here and, and like work on the house. So as of for right now, we have like five priests that is coming in here um, twice a week. Oh, my gosh. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey, everyone, it's Noah Daniels, and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. 
You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgreen.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgreen.com hauntings. That's wildgreen.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Okay, so this raises something, you know, I, I've been doing this for almost four years now, interviewed a lot of people. And throughout these interviews, sometimes the conversation of demons comes up, you know, when you're talking about the paranormal and you hear about instances like this, where not only does it seem like activity is happening to say, get your attention or pass on a message, it seems like people are being attacked, whether it's emotionally or physically or both. How much stock do you put into that, Kate, that there are entities that their sole purpose is to put you under duress, almost like they want to take over the home that you live in? When things like this happen, and with my experience, we were experiencing the emotional change as well as the small scratches. And so that's when it freaked me out because I immediately thought that it was a bad entity or a demon as I'm going through and learning through energies is that it doesn't always have to necessarily be like a, a bad spirit or a demon, but it's typically, it could just be an entity that even in the physical world, like even in their lifetime, they were just someone who was miserable or they were someone who didn't really care about anybody else or had a, a purpose in their life. And, you know, just were also just hang on to their physical objects. So um, that is one thing that I was curious to know as well is, you know, if there has been something brought in the home that you guys feel like brought this on, or have you gotten any information on the history of the house? Because what I feel is that I don't like to necessarily like place labels on, oh, it's a demon or it's a, just this spirit. It's more so of they're doing this for a purpose and they're, they're putting you through this through a purpose and it's wrong and it's bad. There's a reason for it, whether it being your land has an effect. I am just like curious to know, do you guys know any history about um, the home or how long have you been here? Have you experienced it the whole time you've been here? We just experienced this, I want to say about... How, how long have we been experiencing for? Like, like seven or eight months. Seven, eight months. But we lived here for since last December. Since last yeah. December, we've been living here. The way that, because when we first moved here, 
there was nothing happening, really. We did look into the history of the house. Um, the landlord that owns this property did said that there was a couple um, death in here, right? Mm -hmm. And he, in fact, used to live here in this house previously, right before we even moved here. But he hasn't experienced nothing this strong. The house, this house, was, it's a small, it's, this is a mansion. It's a, you know, um, but they divided the floors into three apartments. There's three floors. Mm -hmm. So first apart, first floor is one house, which where we live at. Second apart, um, floor is, is another apartment. And the third floor is another apartment. The tenants upstairs did said that, you know, they see maybe a, a shadow of a woman walking back and forth, but doesn't bother nobody. I feel like everything started because I'm a professional magician. I, you know, I do magic for a living. One day I was performing magic show at this, at this show that they hired me at. And, you know, I was so excited because, you know, it was so successful and people love what I did. And, you know, this is what I want to have as my career is perform magic tricks. You know, I told my wife, you know what, let's just celebrate. Let's go out for a cruise, you know. And so we were just driving around. And on our way back home, uh, my wife noticed when we stopped at a red light that this one Catholic church happened to have these lights flickering. Um, so I went off trying to be goofy about it. And I was like, wow, that is very interesting. Why? And I told my wife, why is it? Why is these two lights flickering? And so my wife was like, I don't know. You know, I was like, is there's actually somebody in there? And she was like, at 9.30 at night? I don't think so. Um, so I was like, hmm, let's go over there and be goofy about it. You know, I was like, I'm going to stop there and we got to perform a magic show and do something real cool. I went off and, of course, you know, and those those lights were just of true entrance. Like when you enter the, the, the Catholic church, those two lights, you know, side by side beside the doors, those are the lights that were flickering. I actually posted a video on my TikTok that if you scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll be able to see the, you know, the, the videos. I went off and I started doing this coin trick, you know, which is the vanishing coin. I went off and I was like, look, why are these lights flickering? Watch, I'm gonna ask whatever paranormal is going on, I'm gonna ask them to vanish this coin. And I went off like this, guys, Watch this. These ghosts, as if if there's actually paranormal activities, they got to vanish this, co this coin. So I was like, uh, ghost, vanish this coin if you're here. And when I opened my hand, oh, my God, they vanished it. You know, and I was just trying to make a goofy thing about it. You know, and I went off again, and I was like, oh, let's do it again. Let's do it again. And I did it again, you know, and I vanished the coin. You know, that's like what magician does, you know, sleight of hand. And I did it again. And supposedly I pretended like the ghost vanished it. And so um, whatever was flickering those lights, um, whatever was going on spiritually spiritually there, the, what the priest is saying is I happened to disturb that. That's like the beginning wow. of like every horror movie. <laughs> no. So yeah. When I came home that night, uh, but believe, uh, believe it or not, um, at that time, I didn't believe in ghosts. I didn't believe in none of this paranormal stuff. So I came home that night, and um, that's when everything started happening. And, and it started increasing from sm moving small objects to doing bigger stuff, to forming big steps, to mimicking, to slamming bigger objects, to now doing the crazy stuff that it's doing now. And now that's how we are in the situation we are now. Ooh. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Um, 
man. Well, Liz, I know in some of the videos they'll be titled, you know, like uh, my wife wants to leave this house or you know, something yeah. like that. And then you see some some pretty wild stuff happen. How are you? I mean, I, I know you said that you'll just like leave the home. I find that, you know, if you want to kind of label this as trauma, which for me, it would be. Sadly, I guess with trauma, some of it we kind of get used to over time. Do, do you feel mm -hmm. like you're now to the point where you're just kind of like, okay, this exists, I exist, I'm just going to have to coexist with whatever's happening? Yeah, I definitely, I kind of try to coexist with it now because it's, it's winter here, it's cold outside. So I'm like, I don't want to have to go run outside every single time this happens. <laughs> and then another thing is too... I'm pregnant. I'm like, mm. uh, we're we're gonna have the baby on December 21st. So, congratulations! Yeah, I said that's my birthday. Congratulations! Oh, wow. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so you guys are going to be parents, Liz. I'll start with you. With you being the mom, how do you feel about bringing a baby into the home? Um, I am nervous about it. I definitely am nervous about it. I'm hoping that we can stay strong enough to where it doesn't affect the baby and we're going to get the baby baptized too first thing the the, the priest did said that the priest did said because that was one of my main concerns um i was like how am i going to do this um the priest did said listen um when the baby is born um neither me or mom will touch the baby he will show up at the hospital take a session with the baby along and um, and he said he's gonna like introduce like baptize the baby and uh, do some prayers so the baby will be fully protected. So he said, you know, because um, he said that whatever it is that didn't came to this house naturally, it came through either me or my wife or maybe both of us. So it is something that we gotta work on, you know, um, and to keep the baby out of it that's when he's going to step up and, and try to bless my baby. So he said it will be touchless. It won't, it won't, it will try to like harm my baby, but it won't, it won't harm it. Jorge, do you feel like you've gotten any cool powers for your, for your magic act? Like have you asked the ghost to like move stuff on stage to see if it'll work? Well, you know what, to be honest, um, that will be me and my wife. We, we did crack that joke one time. I I um I said you know what maybe I'll make friendship with this ghost and <laughs> maybe he makes something really levitate. Right? If only they would they would see the benefits in that you know like we could have everything ghost and the ghost is just opening and shutting cabinets like I got everything I want. Yeah, but it already happened. I don't think it's gonna scare everybody. So I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work. You know, I just don't want something else to pop up besides the coin levitated, you know, and just see something, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, but I, you, that will be nice though. Do you still have that coin? Yeah. 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 I still got it. Man. I feel like, um, I would love, I mean, not to try to direct your, uh, your social media channels, but I would love to see a video with you showing that coin in the house and maybe it, it flash, see a clip of it flashing back to that original, you know, video of you at the church and then uh, with the the paranormal activity at the home. That's that's such a fascinating potential origin story, you know, because I feel mm -hmm. like, and, and Kate, you can probably <laughs> attest to this too, as somebody who 
is very curious about the paranormal and trying to learn more about it. One of the things we always, and I think just as humans, we try to connect the dots for things in general. We always want to know, well, why is this happening? And mm -hmm. to have, uh, you know, a, an origin story like that is is pretty unique and interesting. Um, well, you know, we've kind of heard about your journey as, as what's going on. And I, I always like to ask, well, where do you see the future within this home and you and you've kind of talked about you've got your baby coming in um big picture wise what are y'all hoping for i mean is it to continue to live there and and document these kind of outer worldly things that are happening do you eventually want to get out i mean what how are our you goal, our goal we we do want to move out yeah um but our main fear is um because at one point when this all started happening, I was going from place to place and, you know, staying in hotels and spending all this crazy money, you know, and I'm the only income right now. So it's very hard for me at the moment, you know. Um, so the priest, when I did spoke to a priest, because somebody did said on one of my life, um, hey, why don't you ask the priest? They usually help out. Catholic churches do help out with first month and, you know, first month and security deposit. So I was like, oh, wait, I happen to have a priest coming to my house and he knows my story. So one day I called him and I was like, hey, man, listen, um, by chance, do you happen to know who can help out with rent and security deposit to move out? He was like, um, I will talk to you in person. So, you know, come to, you know, I, I had to go to his um church. So I went there and um, we sat down and, you know, in his office. And um, and he said, uh, um, why you want to move? So um, I was like, because you know what's going on. That what kind of question is that? You know. And so he was like, um, I'm sorry to tell you this, but um, no matter where you go, you could spend all the money in the world. Um, it's you and your wife that's gotta like work this out. You know, you it's 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 attached to you or it's attached to your wife or maybe both for you. So. Um, it's not much you can, you know, you can run here and there and spend all kinds of money, but it's just going to follow you no matter what, because whatever it came, what you have, it came through either you or your wife or maybe both of you. So no matter where you go, it's going to follow you. So I was like, well, well look at that. But we do have <laughs> plans. <laughs> yeah. So we do want to move either way. We do yeah. want to move either way because we just want to let the vibe go. Like, you know, like For sure. whatever, you know, we just want to feel a little bit inside of us we want to feel a little bit comfortable but i don't want to rush it right you know what i mean and just move out and you know without having the right income and i want to like take my time a little bit now and um and say well when i move out i feel like it's the right time but eventually we do want to move out okay did you have any follow-up questions you wanted to ask them I learned that as um, a pregnant woman, you have more, you're more susceptible to the spiritual world because yeah. your body's kind of like a portal for, you know, you, you're creating a human. And so I am in agreement with the priest is that uh -huh. I do feel like, you know, Jorge, with you being a magician as well, um, you also have these abilities that you can kind of conjure energy, whether you realize it or not, just because, you know, you are performing magic and you are in you know you're in a form where you want your audience to believe your magic right so 
it's kind of like you are subconsciously conjuring energy to, you know, make people believe in magic. And so that's also just kind of like, um, like an open channel for energy, spiritual energy as well. As we're going, I'm seeing both of you, you have spirits around you right now, but Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not, it's not the energy you're feeling. These are your protectors. So whether it's um, an ancestor, a loved one passed on, and I was curious to know, I mean, they're, they're like all sitting there with you. And now it makes sense because you are with child. And so mm-hmm. um, my house, as well as my mother-in-law's house is very active when I was pregnant. Wow. And that is because you have your spirits here protecting you at the time that you have your baby in, in, your, in your stomach. So you being due on tw- on December 21st being my birthday, that's a very spiritual number because 1221, it's 1221. And when you reverse it, it's 1221. And they equal to the number three. And oh, so wow. that's how I also learned that. So you, you two could very much be also carrying, you know, your baby having spiritual abilities. Wow. Um, and I just got chills. That was a big confirmation. I just got chills all over my body. So wow. I do feel like that could also be why this activity is so heavy for you guys right now is because it's like a sign, like these are the things that you need to do to, you know, start a, you know, spiritually protecting because yeah. you, you want to be aware when things are happening with your baby and your child. And, and you know, we were talking about on the last podcast, like your son saying like, over the chair, like, Oh, there's second daddy. And he looks like this. And, you know, just being able to see other spirits too. So I definitely have some things in line that I would love to help you guys with getting that weight off your shoulders. This is your home and you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. You need to be resting and not dealing with this craziness. So we're going to get it worked out. (laughs) We're going to get this fixed. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, Jorge and Liz, as we wrap up, we're kind of coming up on our hour I would love for you to tell our audience where they can keep up with your journey through this home that is having this poltergeist activity. Where can they follow along with everything that's happening? Yeah. <laughs> well, we post on, it's called Magical Poltergeist. They follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and uh, YouTube. Now I get the magical part, now that I know that that's you're awesome. a, a magician. And Kate, where can our audience keep up with everything that you have going on? They can um, find me on Instagram. I am Tarot Kate on Instagram, as well as TikTok Tarot Kate with the number three. Awesome. Awesome. And audience, if you're going to be in Vegas, January the 13th and 14th, let me know. I'm going to be out there and I'm looking for stuff to do. That's just a selfish little plug for not being alone. So uh, with that, I'm Noah Daniels. I'm Kate. I'm Jorge. And I'm Liz. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.